Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I know you all have been waiting with bated breath for my reaction to the debate last night. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do think it's interesting that my most popular um, podcasts have to do with politics or current events. Um, not my actual subject matter, which is the nature of reality. But I guess that is part of reality, right? Because it's like, it's like a collective reality that somehow we have collectively created this, um, this uh, somehow, I don't know. Anyway, I actually don't understand that. I don't understand that because I know that we are all in our own reality, Everybody's in their reality based on their core values, their beliefs, their um, experiences. And so we're all like looking at situations from a different lens. Perhaps there is some objective reality that is floating around, but I, I'm not entirely sure about that and how that works and all that jazz. But... <laughs> I uh I I actually honestly did not watch the whole thing. I I came in quite late, but what I did watch was incredibly upsetting to me. I I just have to reiterate that I just find Trump to be incredibly belligerent and bullyesque and um and uh bad mannered uh i just he is not somebody that i would emanate or want anyone in my life to emanate uh i just he's just not my my idea of a, a leader One of the things that has been kind of a theme, I had done a, a podcast uh, with actually my own children uh, a few months ago, <laughs> and I decided to pull it because I didn't want my children like in any way associated with my work. You know, it just I just decided that that wasn't something that I wanted to uh do so I, I actually pulled the podcast but one of the main themes that they were referring to and I think that it is valid is the fact that neither one of the candidates really represent them and I think this is this is a barrier that the Democratic Party has not addressed in the last two elections. They didn't address it with um, Hillary Clinton and they didn't address it. They are not addressing it again. They, they choose a, a candidate that, um, that the millennials or the young people who are our future, they, they don't resonate with this guy, with Joe Biden. And I'm not saying one way or another. I. I, I mean, it's my personal opinion that I just like what he says more than what Trump says. I like the way he presents himself. I feel like he would be a better representation 
of a kinder, gentler, more wonderful United States rather than um, I feel like Trump is incredibly divisive. And that's just my uh, take on it. But uh, and one of the things that that people have been like really going after Biden about is his memory. They they keep, you know, and him like when he's speaking, he's like, it almost looks like he's groping for words. And and I have to say something about that. I <laughs> I have a really hard time with words myself. Like sometimes, because uh, I oftentimes, most of the time, nearly always listen to my material before I put it out. I don't necessarily edit it, um, but I listen to it. And a lot of times, not just a few times, a lot of times it has mistakes in it. And it has mistakes that I didn't even know I made at the time. Like I was thinking uh, I had actually done a podcast and I and I actually it wasn't a podcast it was a a YouTube I had done this YouTube and I and I had said the wrong word and I actually didn't publish it because I said this one very very important wrong word uh and I was bothered by it um that I said this word completely uh and and it's so weird to me like my brain is thinking one concept but actually the word that comes out is something else and so I don't really blame Joe Biden, especially when, I mean, he's dealing with a very, very toxic situation of trying to do a debate next to this guy. Uh, because Trump, you know, so a lot of people that support Trump tell me they like him because he's not a politician. They like the fact that he's supposedly just this this guy, you know, and they like the fact that he's not a politician. And I understand what they're saying. However, he he's never been one to really follow any kind of rules. Like if you look at his at his life, he he has never really been a rule follower. And and I'm not necessarily a conventional human being. However, there are some rules that are good for society that I think are important to, uh, like, like, for example, when a woman says no, or a woman is showing great displeasure with whatever you're doing, it is a nice thing to stop. And, and Trump, I believe, does not do that. I don't believe he is the type of man to actually, he he is a, a man who is very predatory and doesn't really take no for an answer, <laughs> he seems. And then, you know, like the, and people act like he's a really good businessman, but he's defrauded banks five times. He's taken out these loans, you know, and it's like, I don't understand why banks would ever let him borrow money. I just, like, I don't understand it. But, um... But he's borrowed money five times and and frauded the banks. I know we all we all just say, "Oh, I can't stand banks, but you know they do a lot of things for us that are kind of nice, like you know giving us a loan. I know we pay you know interest on it, but I get to live in my little place, I get to drive my car i get 
um, things uh, because a bank has lent me money and believes in my ability to pay my debts. And Trump, <laughs> he doesn't do that. So, um, anyway, so back to to my children and this podcast. They they basically showed great displeasure in the fact that this is, but neither candidate represents them. However, I, I, I think that I am hoping that the same thing does not happen that happened in the last election, which was a number of people uh, going with this idea, going with the idea that, um, that they really, in good conscience, could not vote for either candidate. Um, and then, voila, we have the situation that we're in and and have been in for the last four years. Uh, it just seems like one debacle after another, one trauma after another, and it has been a rough, rough, rough four years. I There's two things actually going on in my mind right now. And one of them is my unhappiness with the pushing through of the Supreme Justice. Uh, this woman who has ties to radical, even Catholic, but radical Christian views. Uh, I had I listened to Bill Maher, and which he is just I don't listen to everything he says, but I do enjoy his content. And he had he had made an interesting point, and he said that our Supreme Court is stacked with Catholics with Catholics and oh and I have to just do an aside here I don't know if you all heard but the Pope has said that gay people should be able to be part of a family and that they are got they are God's children too I I, that got missed okay so even the Pope is more radical than possibly this Supreme Court Justice nomination They feel very, very certain that she would be instrumental in rolling back Roe versus Wade in addition to having um, gay rights for marriage taken away, or I'm not sure what you would say, repealing um, same-sex marriage. And and I... I... (laughs) I, she actually is quite frightening to me. And it could be that I had heard, you know, somebody who had mentioned the, the uh, handmaiden's tale associated with her <clears throat> and my watching some of the episodes of that and seeing that this is a possibility uh, when you combined religion with politics. And people act like they, like, you know, this is not such a bad thing since we are, quote unquote, a Christian nation, which is not true. We came for religious freedom. Okay, it's not true. It is not true that this is a Christian nation. I just want to say that. But people believe, a lot of Christians believe that they are correct and theirs is the only true religion and that everybody should be 
their religion and the Bible should be the golden standard of our affairs. <laughs> and in that show, in the show Handmaiden's Tale, that is the way it is set up. And if you're gay, they hang you. They call it, you'll end up on the wall. If you're gay, they'll hang you. If you have an affair, they'll, they will drown you. They, I mean, they are radical. They cut off a finger if you are found reading a book as a female. So if you want to go back to the Bible, it's a very, very dangerous thing to have religion and politics all mesh together. Okay, so they, so they, uh, and I, I'm very, very concerned about her and they're wanting to push this through. And I, and I also feel like the Democrats are not strong enough. I'm very, very disappointed with the Democratic Party. I have been for years. They are not strong enough on these issues to actually stop this nomination process like Mitch McConnell did in the last months of Obama administration. They, they are just, if they wanted it, they would find a way, but they like to think that they are, are reasonable, that they are reasonable and they like to think these things, but here's the thing, they're, they're, when you are dealing with people who are unethical, you have to, you have to, mm, God, figure it out. You can say no in a nice way, but we're not going to take no for an answer is a viable option in this particular circumstance, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, let's just switch this and say that... It was the Quran that they were suggesting that we have the law of the land. And then people will argue with me and say, oh, well, that's nice. You know, the United States is a Christian nation, yada, yada, yada. You know what? Our nation, to my knowledge, was based on religious freedom. It was based on religious freedom. And they set it up so that our faiths, would not be combined with politics on purpose so that things like this would not be happening. One of the things that really upset me, because a lot of people don't really care that Trump actually asked Russia to help find Hillary's uh, emails, and then it's come out again that supposedly the Russians are interfering with this election as they did our last election. I'm not sure if any of that is true, frankly. I, I just really don't know. I don't know if any of that is true. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a point right now where I'm not entirely sure I believe anything that is said to us. I really am having a hard time believing uh, what is said. I just, so much of it is, is just... Um, is just not true uh, and misleading and um, just anyway. <laughs> but this week, supposedly, the FBI has found that both Iran and uh, Russia have interfered with our 
our election process, supposedly. Okay, so one of the things that upset me about the last election and the interference with Russia was that Trump actually did go on national television and ask Russia to hack Hillary's emails so that he could get elected. He, he went on television and said this. People forget this fact, but it is indeed the truth. So he goes on television and he says, I hope Russia is listening and you want to hack this, you know. And so he basically incriminated himself in, in enlisting a foreign adversary um, for the purpose of the elect, getting the election. Okay, so he... And, and, and here's the thing that people like, like to forget, you know, well, what's wrong with, you know, aligning ourselves with uh, Putin? What's wrong with, you know, making peace with Russia? And I'm not saying being at war with Russia, but it's like, I think that, that, that the American people have lost touch with what is happening in Russia. They, they don't know what's happening in Russia. And part of that is because Russia, it is very, very hard to get information out of Russia that is true information. They don't have free press. They don't have free press. So it's kind of a weird place in the sense that, you know, and I'm saying this and I understand that our press is, you know, it could be debated that we don't have free press either. It could be debated that and I, and I would you know, I would concede to that to a degree. Okay, so in Russia, there is no free press. There is, the elections are really weird. Um, he will probably be president until he dies. The way that it has been set up, he has his, his, um, his adversaries poisoned. He, uh, he has them doused with chemicals that turn their skin blue or green and I'm not talking a little bit blue or green I'm talking a bright blue or green he has them shot on the streets but here's another thing that is happening in in I think it's Chetniash I don't know how to say it properly um is that they have these these honor killings they have these these gay men I'm not sure about women, but they have these gay men put in these concentration camps and and then they um their loved ones um have the opportunity to come and throw them out a window to their death if they are gay. So I this is not a country that I would want to emulate or I would want to um go into an alliance with unless you agree with these policies. Um, <laughs> so I think that we quickly forget these things. And so <laughs> I got a lot going on in my head right now. Um, but I, so what do we do? So, you know, I, I, I come out with all of these ideas, but like, what do we do? I mean, what are we to do, honestly? And I think, I think that actually in this particular situation, voting for the less of two, maybe you don't like Biden. My, I mean, nearly all of the young people in my life, they're not crazy about Trump. 
whether they're Republican or not, they are not crazy about this guy. I think they have a better idea about who he is, or maybe it's because they are in a different lens of of not buying into the patriarchy that that Trump represents. I mean, if you think about the age group that's totally in love with him, they like the patriarchy. They like daddy watching over, you know, and daddy with the strong hand <laughs> and the machine gun, which is a whole other thing. We've got this whole grouping of young people who like machine guns. They like machine guns and they don't want them to be taken away. It's not that they're going and using them, but they like them and they like um, having access to them. And the thought of us taking away their machine guns is very upsetting. And this is a lot of young people in the United States. And so, and I'm not sure what to say to that because I, I personally do not believe that not that civilian people should have a machine gun. That is just my personal belief. Um, I just, I don't understand the need for it. It's an assault rifle that is meant for military, uh, engagement. Um, and I don't understand why your average guy needs to have such a thing, but they like to take them out and shoot them. So, and that's going to be another factor that they are going to side with Trump because Trump is in bed with the NRA. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a lot of things going on here, you know, to like unpack. But I really believe that what I saw last night in, in, and I don't know that anybody's mind was changed with the exception of possibly young people. And I don't know what it would take for for Biden to actually do for them to vote for him. I, I don't know what he could possibly do. I mean, I felt like, I mean, his end speech about what he would do, what he would say to his, to Trump voters if he were voted in was an, a beautiful, beautiful minute of a leader that would be a president for all. Trump has demonstrated that he's not a president for all. He he actually recently denied funding to California, who has been who have been up in smoke. It's like people people have no idea of like like I don't know, it's like all of our information is so filtered that we don't know what the truth is, but I heard that he had had def- had refused funding to California when they asked for disaster funds um, recently. He's not a, a president for everyone in this country. And he's actually, actually said that. He's actually said that out loud. So at the end of the day, I think that I personally believe that Biden is a better man. <laughs> I just do. I think he's a better man. I, I, and that's just going to be where I'm going to be at with it. I sort of wish that uh, we had one, a, a candidate that was a shoe in um, 
that was a shoe in but I'm going to end this podcast, but here's the last thing. He, Trump, found him to be an adversary because he went and found dirt on Joe Biden. I haven't heard, maybe he has done this with other candidates that were possible uh, adversaries of his, but it was Joe Biden that that Trump was the most worried about or else he would not have tried to find goods on him, the juice on him, so to speak. And so that's another reason why I feel like I would be inclined to to vote for him. But so there you have it. That's my idea on the election, my little rant for the morning, take it for what it is. And there you have it. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.